Today's daf is daf test, page 9, Hedekim Masechus Kedushin, and we are on the bottom of Chesem Abbas, eight lines from the bottom of the page. Let us get going, we are up to Tana Rabbanon. Ready? Here we go. A ton of Rabbanon. All right, Tana Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. If a person says to a woman, become married to me with a hundred dollars, and he hands out, the, holds out the hundred bucks, you know what she says? Put on the rock. Gabe Isela. Put on the rock. Busy. I'm a little bit in Chala. Get out of my way. Ainamukudesha. She's not married. Basically, she's talking jump in the lake. But what if she said the, the rock is hers? So she basically says, she's been all in Chala. Making up a story. Guys, like, no, take this money and be married to me. She's like, just put on the counter. Put on the rock. It's her, it's her rock. Put on the side. So then, Mikudeshas, the assumption is it's her. She acquires it if it's on her rock. That's her das. And therefore, it's going to be a valid marriage. So Shtam says, put it on a rock. So she didn't get out of here. But if it's her rock, she's taking ownership, then it's a marriage. But I be asked the question, searching for information. What if the rock is owned by both? Answer the Gemara Teiku, we're unsure. What if a man says to woman, come marry to me with this loaf of bread? And she says, give it to the dog. And in Mekodesh, you're not Mekodesh. However, if it's her dog, ah, my favorite dog, Fluffy, give him the bread, because then she's agreeing, it's her dog, no? Boy, Rav Mario, Mario's question of information, Kelev rots Achra, what after Yeah, you hear this nice guy, dog running after a woman. Yeah, this lady, Nabuch, is running down the street. There's a dog chasing her, and, and uh, the, guy's, the guy sees her running, and he's like, Hey, uh, would you marry me for a loaf of bread? Great timing, right? Some people just know exactly when to, what, exactly when to propose. Mahu, what's the halacha? And she says, yeah, give it to the dog. Do we say with the hana that, she's, that he's saving her? She's mamish committing herself for marriage. Maybe she's saying for him, listen, give it to the dog. You're biblically to save any other yid from being bitten. Of course you're going to give it to him. It has nothing to do with me being married to you. I'd never accepted marriage. Says the Gemara, Teku, we're unsure how to view this scenario. An- another scenario. His God, Shili Bikikar, marry me with a loaf of bread. Tanei says, give it to an Ani. Interesting. Yeah? We've quoted the story, one of my favorite incidents of all time. They have these people, they go around asking, uh, they went around asking uh, celebrities and Rosh Hashivas, if you, had a ch- if you had a choice to have lunch with any three people in history, who would you sit down with? And people were giving all sorts of very interesting answers. I would, sit, I would want to sit down with, uh, I would want to sit down with Maisha Rabbeinu, Abe Lincoln, and Rebbe Kiva I'd want to sit down with the Rambam, with Rashi, giving them all sorts of answers. That's what David Feinstein, to have had lunch with three people. Who would you choose? Three people in all the history. My wife and my son. He says three on him. Three on him. Yeah, just give me three on him. Why? That's it's a mitzvah. Yeah, don't find it. Push it. That's his style, right? Not style. I'm saying that's. If he had a choice to have lunch with any three people, you have the three on him. To have lunch with my Shavain is not a mitzvah. To have lunch with the Rambam is not a mitzvah. Give lunch to an ani is a mitzvah. So you have lunch with any three on him. Just send them to my table, right? That's, uh, that's how, uh, that's how a, a, a tyrannical person, a person who's 
who's completely together with the Rebbe that's the only thing he thinks about. It's like, well, what, what, what else can I do? So, one second. Scotchili Bikikar, marry me with a loaf of bread. She says, give it to the Ani. Give it to a poor person. Even if it's Ani, that's commonly at her table. My time, a why? It's a mitzvah to take care of it. Why not? Amrlay, she says to him, I'm obligated and you're obligated. And therefore, don't tell me that it's, uh, I told you to give the bread. You know why you got to give the bread? Because you got to give the bread. Everybody's a mitzvah to, to give charity. There was a fella. The Havakom is Zavain, Chumrei, Tapa today's daf. He was selling Chumrei, Bipsachyoso. What are Chumrei? Look at Rashi Gishmak. First word, buttons. You know how to spell buttons? Beis Vav, Tes, Yud, Yud, Nun, Yud, Shin. Yeah? Butines. Butins. So he was selling buttons and beads. I saw you eat so Bamalais' woman who came and said, Havli Chachucha, please give me, I want a necklace. Amrleh, he said, I If I give you a necklace, you're going to be married to me. Amrleh, she says, Just give it to me. She's not agreeing to be married. This happens all the time. Right? Somebody says something, says, what are you going to do? So just give it to me. This happens all the time. No one's being given to me. You're being masculine to what the guy's saying? Are you going to do it? You feel in the condition? Or not? Says the Gemara, under these circumstances... No, you're not agreeing to anything. You're just saying, fork it over. Omar of Chama, kol hava mi avolav klomi. Okay. Who got another story? To have a koshasi chamra b'chanusa. He was drinking wine in a store. I saw he had so Amalei. And a woman came by and said to him, havli chadkos, give me a cup of wine, please. Amalei says to her, if I give you a cup of wine, you're going to marry me with it. Amalei, she says, give me a cup of wine. Omar of Chama, kol hashkui yashkai and lav klomi. She's not agreeing to marriage. Who got it? There was a fellow. He was throwing dates down from a palm tree. He's up in a palm tree and he's uh, harvesting dates. He's cutting down the dates and shaking the trees. I saw uh, he had saw Amalei. Woman came. She's so in the mood for a geshmaka date, and she said, "Shdili takti, please throw me two dates." Amalei says, "If I throw you two dates, you'll be married to me." Amalei shdili they just throw it. She's not agreeing to marriage. It's her dates. Gunish, he's, she's not agreeing to marriage, and she is not married. Okay. There are people who would, would now, make a frivolity out of a proposal? People make a frivolity out of a proposal? No, what do you mean frivolity? Uh, You're saying just I, give it to I me. If I throw you two dates, will you marry me? Yeah. That's like saying, here's a quarter. What's me? the problem? You're, you're asking a kasha of like people? Like you're saying would people do such a thing? Yes. Yeah, of course we'll do something. And I could change the story to make you happy if you want me to, because the story is not really to make you unhappy. And, and the truth is when you're unhappy, but I'll tell you sure to make you happy. This woman's walking down the street and she's so famished. She's so desperate for food. And she says, please, two dates. The guy's like, will you marry me for two dates? So yeah, he sees it. Opportunity to marry a wonderful tzaddikas of a woman. Wonderful. Famish. He knows her. He knows her. They, they've been dating for 20 years. And she's mamish desperate for dates, and his mamish finds this as a great opportunity to propose. Whatever. Make him any mice you want, but the mice are the good, it's not the case the Gemara says. Gemara says, yeah, you know, people make a frivolity. They do. People make a The quarter, we learned yesterday that a quarter would marry. Yeah, he's just asking on people if somebody would throw a date for a marriage, right? That's a, that's a, a quarter okay. would make the deal. That's right. Five. Smallest amount. All right, here we go. Ibailu asks a question, search for information. Have ashke ushte mahu. What if she says, instead of she says, just give it. What if she, he says, 
if I give you the wine and she says, give, pour, throw, what about them? See, when we read the Gemara, we said, he said, if I give you a cup of wine, would you marry me? He said, just give me a cup of wine. What if she doesn't say, just give me a cup of wine? She says, just, what if she says, like this, guy's in a wine store, lady walks in, can I please have some wine? He says, ma'am, I'll give you wine. Would you marry me with it? And she looks at him and says, pour it, please. No, they just give it to me, just pour it. Just give it. Is, is that an acceptance? We're like, go ahead, like I'll take you on. Right? It's a, uh, it's, uh, you know, they say in women's, I'm, I'm in, into my marriage jokes, I guess, more recently. Um, when a woman says fine, she's not agreeing, it's a dare. Right? It's a dare. Right? Fine. <laughs> fine. She's daring you to go ahead. Right? She says, pour it. So is she agreeing or not? Um, Ravina, Ravina says, Mikudasha, she's talking agreeing. Rav, Sama Barak, Shomar, there's no way she's Mikudash in such a way. If she says poor, there's no, no chance. She's not Mikudash. Okay? If she says poor it without repeating it, then uh, she's still, either way, she's not going to be married. So bottom line is, now we're going to wrap up this whole sugya. This whole topic talking about various halachas concerning money, marriage. Here we go. We got onto this whole thing. Rabbi Yisuf had a psak, a ruling that if a man marries a woman with silk, you need an appraisal to know the exact amount. The halacha is, you don't need an exact appraisal. All, you, all she needs to know is that what she's given is worth a pruta. That's enough. That's, that's halacha number one. Halacha number two, Rabbi Yisuf. Allah is like Rabbi Allah, which is yesterday's daf. If a man says to a woman, marry me with a mana, which is a hundred dollars, we'll say, and then he gives her a dollar, they're married right away. And he owes her the other 99. That's the halacha. And halacha number three is, Vilkasa Kirava Omar of Nachman, that um, the, uh, you have to marry a woman by mamish giving her a gift. And you cannot be married by handing over a collateral. Also, a halacha we learned yesterday. That's the psaq halacha lemaisa. Period. End of this conversation uh, concerning hilchis uh, marriage when it comes to money. And now our gemara is going to shift into the halachas of marriage when it comes to star. When it comes to a document. Now let's pause for a minute. Make sure we have clarity. How do you marry a woman with a document? See, all the documents that we're familiar with are proofs of something else happening. Right? I make a sale. I'll sign that a sale happened. But the document itself is not necessarily creating anything. It's testifying to something else happening. That's a general document. Over here, in our Mishnah, when it says, a man marries a woman with a star, with a document... What it means is, he's just writing on a piece of paper, you're married to me, and he gives it to her. You understand? It's the document itself that's affecting a marriage. Notice, it's, it's a major chiddush. It's mamish, you take out a sticky note. Hare at mikudesh asli, 
sticky note zoo with this sticky note, like the laws of according to the laws of Moshe you hand it to her, you're married. That's the halacha of shtar. That's halacha of document. It's fascinating. That's it. That's it. That's it. Finish. You don't need a ring. You don't need anything else. This affects the marriage. You hand her a note. She has to know what it says. Of course. You need full consent. She says, I'm marrying you with this sticky note. Now, this sticky note does not need to have any value whatsoever. The only time it needs value is when you're marrying her with kesef. And you're marrying her with money. You're not even marrying her with money. So it doesn't need to have any financial value. Kamamash be a sticky note. And you hand it to her and you're married with the shtar. You're married with the document. Here we go. Says the Gemara. Tana Rabbonah, the rabbis learned, and that's why they're rabbis. Bishtar Kate said, what's the case of marrying a woman with a document? Says the, says the Bryson. Kosev he writes on top of a piece of paper, or it could be on pottery. Now, pottery is very cheap. That's why we're using that as an example. Something that necessarily doesn't necessarily have value. You write on a piece of paper, you're married to me. Even if there's no financial value, you write to a father, your daughter's married to me. Now, if you're marrying the woman herself, obviously, you could just write, you're married to me. Or bitcha muresasli, bitcha lilintu, harizu mikudashas. All the worthy expressions of marriage, you write it on a piece of paper, you're fine. End of story, husband writes this to the wife. Okay. Now here's going to be the problem. The problem's going to be that usually when acquisitions are accomplished with papers, it's generally, generally going to go from the seller to the buyer. The seller will write on a piece of paper to the consumer, I am marrying you. I'm sorry, seller writes to the, to the, the, the seller writes to the consumer, I am selling this to you. Selling it to you. And now the consumer has a piece of paper selling, saying that they own it. Or I'm giving this to you. It's a gift. No money is being transferred. With this document, you own it. What's unique over here is the consumer, the husband is writing the document to the seller. She's selling her rights to him. So it's kind of backwards over here. Says the Gemara, Maskevla, Rav Zerah Bar Mamel, that's a challenging question. I don't understand. How does the document work in this way with him writing it to her? Shouldn't it work the other way? There's nothing to do with a regular document. Hasam, by a regular document, uh, acquisition. The, the seller is gonna, or the we'll call it the gift giver, will write to the gift taker. Behold, I'm giving. Excuse me. Behold, I'm giving over my field. But by marriage, shouldn't it be the opposite? Maybe in order to be married with a document, you know what it should be? She writes a document by saying that with this document, you are acquiring me. Let her, the seller. Be the one to write up that the rights are being given over. Amar Rav Rav says, "I'll tell you why." Hasam menyana dikra v'hacha menyana dikra. It just depends. Meaning, it depends if there's a sale happening. Depends if a marriage is happening. Hasam by a regular uh, document of sale. You sell part of your achuza, sort of your field of heritage. But So machar is the seller. When a man takes. Whoever is the one who has to make the move, he's the one who has to write the document. Answer the Gemara, Mamash Alamdash Teretz, Geshmaka Teretz. Geshmaka answer. We said, I, why over here is the consumer writing the document? Says the Gemara, 
Because remember, we learned earlier in the Masechta, who's the one that has to make the move? Who's the one who has to make the, act, the, the action of acquisition? The husband. And therefore, she can't be the one to write it. He's the one who has to be active. So what, even though, granted, he's the consumer, but all that matters in the Torah is that it's ki yikach. Since he's the one taking, he's the one who has to write the document. It says in Gemara, Hasam Nam but by sale also, it says, Sadais Bakasaf Yikru, referring to people who actually, the consumer, the one buying the field. So maybe we should, we should say the consumer writes the document by financial things as well. So Gemara says, Kari Yakenu. It says, uh, it says Yakenu instead of Yiknu. Again, referring to the sellers, Yakenu is th- those who are giving over the acquisition as opposed to those who are making the acquisition. It says, Gemara, my time occurs Yaknu. Why do you say, who says to read it like that? Because you're focusing on Umachar, the, the seller. So therefore it makes sense to say Yaknu. This, uh, I've given over my daughter to this man. So once you're going to change over the way that a word should be read, we should say that, let's say you have a, hus- a, a husband marrying a, a girl who's a katana. Who's there going to be the transaction between? The husband and the... It's going to be between the husband and the father, right? So we should say over there that the father should be the one who makes a move. The father's the one making the transaction. Says the Gemara... Um, who writes each document by a bill of sale? It's going to be the seller. By a bill of marriage, it's going to be the buyer. And the Rabbana go ahead and they, they're saying the halacha on psukim. Be by same word, you could say, I've taken the, uh, the bill of sale. So they're referring to the seller when it comes to a, uh, a document. However, when it comes to marriage, the husband has to be the one. To, uh, to make a move Okay Here we go Now that we've established Who writes the document Says the Gemara If the husband writes On a piece of paper Or pottery He doesn't have any financial value He writes Your daughter is married to me You have erison to me whether she's makabel the document, whether the father's makabel accepts the document, she becomes married once the father agrees. And this is true as long as she has not yet become a bigeres, a complete mature female adult. If the husband wrote it on a piece of paper or earthenware, Alpha P Shaim by Shava Pruta, even though there's a value of a Pruta, Ray Mugdashli, Ray Lidinto, Ray Muresli, Mugdashli, Bain of the Avia, Bain the Asam, Midaito, then you need her, Das, Vihisha Bagra, as long as she has reached physical maturity. Okay, very clear. Yeah, she's not yet a Bagaris. You only need her consent in this uh, acceptance of the document. If she, uh, if she has not yet become a Bagaris, then we need the father to be involved. Boyer of Shimban Lakish, Rish Lakish. Asks a question, searching for information. Star Erison. If you have a document of Erison, Shakosfu Shaloy Lushma. That's written Shaloy Lushma. Mahu, what is the Allah? Remember by Gitin, can you write a get to a woman that has a different name? Change your mind. 
Yankel ben Shmerel is married to Rachel Bas Yankel. Confusing names. Okay. See, from this town, they, he writes her a get. Changes his mind. There's another Yankel Bas Shmerel married to a Rachel Bas Yankel. And they, uh, they want to use the same get. Is it a valid get? No. Because it's not written Lishma. It's not written Lishma. What about this document of marriage? Let's say you have a man who decides he's marrying, we'll call him Yankel. Yankel decides he's marrying Rachel. And he goes over to Rachel and he with a document and he says, My dear Rachel, please marry me with this document. And she says, Nope, I don't like you. Oh, his heart is broken. He goes back home. As he's walking home, a lady sees him. What can I do for you, man? You look so sad. And he says, oh, I just had my heart broken. I proposed to Rachel and she said no. And this lady says, you know, I'll marry you. He says, really? Pulls out the same document that says, and he says, I want to marry you. Does the, does the star of Kedusha need to be written Lishma or not? Okay, so let's see. That's the Shaila. Rish Lakish has a Shaila. Boy, Rishim and Lakish, Ish Gosh, Lay Lishma, Mao. Okay. Bottom line. Havayas the Atias Makshina. Do we say that we compare the laws of Gitten and Kedushin? And therefore, Ma, Tapa Mabez, Ma Yitzia, Bin Lishma, just like by a get, it needs to be written Lishma. Afavaya Bin Lishma. So too, by marriage, the Shtar Kedushin needs to be written Lishma. Aidoma, or perhaps, Havayas La Dodi Makshinan. We compare the laws of marriage to uh, to themselves. Mahabaya the just like when you marry through money. You don't need that the money is made for a specific woman. You can take any money that's out there in currency. So too I could take any document that's out there in the in the realm of marriage and use it. Say I can use any money, I can use any star. Yeah? Basar the boy the pasta after um Rishim ben Lakish asked the Shaila, he answered it himself. And he said, If you have a document of marriage, it must be written Lishma. It's got to be written for this specific woman. When you write Araya Mukudashasli, Bishtar Zu, whichever woman you had in mind at the time of, of uh, the writing. Okay? So. Now that we're establishing, and this is going to open up a big can of worms, facet, a beautiful one, which is this concept of being makish havaya of The laws of Gittin and the laws of Kedushin work in tandem. The way to leave a marriage and the way to enter a marriage works in tandem. Now that we said that, this is going to open up a whole fascinating sugya for us. Connecting the laws of leaving to the laws of coming, the laws of leaving a marriage to the laws of entering a marriage. And here we go, Itmar, we learned two dots. Kosvu lishma v'shalai lishma. What of daita? Sorry. What if a document was written lishma for a, for a specific woman, but she she didn't know about it? So Rashi explains he's going to surprise her. See, he had in mind for a specific woman. But she didn't know. This was a surprise proposal. Okay? Rav of Ravina, Amri Mikudeshes, it's fine. 
Now, could we understand why it's fine? Probably the same as a get, right? You don't need a woman's das by get, so why do you, we don't need that she knows at the time that you write it. Well, but also he, he had intention to give it to her. her. Mamish. So but she didn't know about it. She didn't know. We never said before. Right. True. Right. So according to this, it should be valid. Or, let's look at the other tzad. Rav Papa Roshav Yomar They say, It's not a, uh, it, it's not going to work. Okay? Meaning, you're ready for this. We're going to about to explain, but I want to explain inside the difference. Get, you could divorce a woman against her will. See, we're comparing the laws of Gitten and Kedushin. But there's a very strong difference. You can't marry a woman against her will. You can give her a get against her will. By marriage, you need an absolute consent. The question is, at what point do you need her das involved? Do I need her das prior to my writing the star? Or not? If I just say, same as get, I don't need her das before writing the star. It's fine. But if I say that her consent is for me to even write the star, to write the document, so then if she didn't know about it at the time, it shouldn't be valid. Now let's go through the Machlaikas. Amr of Papa, Papa explains the Machlaikas. Let me explain the reasonings for each side. I'll tell you the reason why, why um, the halacha is that we'll say it's valid even if it's a surprise proposal as long as you wrote it lishma. The reason is compare the laws of divorce to the laws of getting married. divorce her. It has to be lishma for that specific woman. But you don't need her das. So when you marry her, it has to be for her specifically, but not that you need her. Uh, not that you need her instruction to actually write the shtar. You don't need her complete agreement. And I'll tell you my reason why. Well, I'll say you need her complete agreement. Just like when it comes to divorce, you need the das of the giver, the husband. So too, when it comes to marriage, you need the das of the one giving. And who's the one giving when it comes to marriage? The woman. See, by divorce, who's the one giving? The husband. So if he has, see, he's the one writing the get. By marriage, who's the one giving? The woman. So therefore, I would think that I need her das even all the way in the beginning. Okay. Would so, you, would you say in case of a, of a get, a woman is the giver? No, by a get, the man is the giver, yeah. and I have his das at the time of the writing. A cipher can't write it without the husband instructing. Oh, right, right, right. So too, by kedushin, I would yeah, think I can't give. I can't, give I can't even write it and unless then, she instructs she, me to. I got it. Okay, because she's giving over. She's like the husband by a divorce now. She's the one giving over the hand in marriage. Basically, that's a challenging question. You can't write a, a document of erison, step one of marriage, what we'll call the acquisition, or nesuin, step two of marriage, moving in together, consummating the marriage, unless both agree. My love story, erison, nesuin, mamish. Isn't this talking about the documents of erison and nesuin? So you see, you need both men and women completely involved at all times. Yeah, this is just referring to Shtare Psikta. This is like what we call the Tanayim. Yeah, documents of agreement and what's going to be and and all the uh, all the arrangements prior. But it's not talking about the actual document which states Harayat uh, Mekudashas. Okay. 
Uchrav Gidl Amarav. The Amar of Gidl Amarav. Kama Atanais Labincha. Yeah, before a marriage. So the uh, the parents say, No, how much are you going to give to the my son to support him? Kach Vakach. Labitcha. How much are you going to give for the daughter? Kach Vakach. The two families come to an agreement of how they're going to support the young couple. Amdu Vikitshu Kanu. Then if they get up and ma- and get married, afterwards, whatever the original agreement upon is now binding once the marriage happens. Okay, now it's not binding if the marriage doesn't happen. But the understanding is how much they're going to give. And these are things that are acquired with Amira even before a document. It's the document later that's going to obligate all the, all the uh, previous agreements. And what is Amira? S- speech. Um, Amar. Amar? Amar. Some Amar. things... What's the next stage after Kedushin? Nesuin. Nesuin, thank you. Yeah. Ubibiyah. Period. Okay. So now we've established how you get married with Mula, how you get married with document. Now, how do you get married with Bia? How do you get married with marital relations, intercourse? How does it make... We understand the act is an act of marriage, but in what way does it acquire? How can that act acquire the rights of marriage? So here we go. Minola, how do you know it can acquire? Amr Abba Amr Diomakrat says in the Torah, when you have a woman who is beulas baal, this is referring to a woman who has a extramarital affair. She's married to a man, and now she has an affair outside of the marriage. Okay. Malame shenasla baal al yadebeila. Bulas baal tells me that. You're considered a husband through cohabitation. Ha- be, having cohabitation is going to establish him as a husband. Rebbe has another source, Ubala, that a man takes a woman, Ubala, and has relations with her. That's how you know. Why, why, don't, why aren't you using Rebbe's source as your source? Source, Rebbe. Rebbe. Rebbe brings a source the Pasuk Torah, Ubala. Ubala means you take a woman by, by having relations with her. We, we already know that. And now we ask, how do you know you can acquire a woman? We said, oh, because a woman has an extramarital affair. We call her Bulas Baal. Says Gemara, what's wrong with Rebbe's approach? No, now we have two sources. So we're asking what's wrong with Rebbe's source. Says Gemara says, Imi Hasim, if I would have only used Rebbe's source, what I would think it means like this. Ready? I'm just saying this outside. When a man takes a woman through money or document, then upala, then you're ready to have marital relations. But I wouldn't say it means that you're acquiring with the marital relations. I would say first have a kicha, first do an acquisition, and now, once you're married, you're worthy to have a bia. Therefore the chiddish of Bu'ulas Baal adds and teaches me, no, 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 no. What's happening here is you're actually acquiring her with the cohabitation. Master Rabbi Varmamu, Rabbi Varmamu's challenging question, Imkain, if we were to understand that relations itself does not acquire, rather, what would I have said? I got to go into what I would have thought. I would have said, even if I use money, I need cohabitation to establish the marriage. 
Nara Amorosa, Dom Rachmana, Beskila, Hichimish Gachasla. How could you ever, ever find that Nara Amorosa, Nara in the stage of Erison, that she's going to be obligated in Skila? It's an impossibility. Kishmaka question. You know why? If she had Nesuin, Erison, and then the husband had relations with her, guess what? Ba'ulahi, she's no longer a Besula. She's no longer a virgin. She's a Ba'ula. And only a Besula, a Nara Amorosa, who's a Besula, is obligated in skila, and either kaddish leibol, and if they had kedushin without bia afterwards, lav klomi. So she is not a nara murasa. Now we said I would have thought that you could be a nara murasa. How do you create erison by giving money and then having relations? Says Gemara. If that's what I would have thought, well, that's going to that's going to cause a big problem in the halachas of the Torah. Says the Gemara. No, it's still possible because. Amrua, they said, Rabbana Kameh Dabai, the Rabbana said from Abai, Mishkachasla, you can find the case of a Nara Murasa, a Nara, okay, she's at stage 12 years old, she hasn't yet reached physical maturity, she has Arizon, but she's still a virgin. Why? If you need Bia to establish an Arizon, how could she still be a virgin? Says the Gora, Mishkachasla, Genjabala, Oros, Shalaikadak. You can have. The Arus, the husband, had considered relations, but he had relations with her, Shalai Kedarka. Okay? Not in the usual manner. Mm-hmm. Not in the usual way. Okay? In, un, in an unnatural way. So since he, they had relations in an unnatural way, she still has her hymen. She mm-hmm. still has signs of virginity. And therefore, if she commits adultery, she could still be an Aram Arus who's Chayav and Stoning. Amulu Abayi. Abai says, one second, I can't figure out Yeah, we're arguing if you have somebody else. Avobal, but let's say by the husband It's very interesting. Very interesting. And it works like this. If a man has relations with a woman in an unnatural way, is that considered intercourse? No. So goes like this. Says the Gemara at this stage, if you're married, it is called intercourse. If you're not married, it's not called intercourse. Okay. So, if it's not her husband, it's not called an extramarital affair, because who's this guy? Right? She. It's unnatural. But if her husband says it more like this, what are we trying to figure out here? How you can have a nara? Let me, let me back up again. If, this is not true, but if I would have thought that in order to have Arison, the couple needs to have Bia, how is it possible to have a Nara Murasa who's a virgin? That's what was bothering us. She'll never be a virgin. Because in order to be Arus, they had to have had relations. That was, that's the question. I, how is it possible? So the Gemara said, answered, I'll tell you how she could still be a virgin. What happened was the husband gave her money. They finished for Arison. They finished off the Arison by having an unnatural Bia. So she's still a Besula. And now she has relations with another guy. So she's a Nara Amorasa who's a Besula. And she could be high of Skila. To which the Gemara asks, not true. Because once a husband who has relations unnaturally it makes her no longer a Besula. It's considered relations with the husband. And therefore, we're back to square one. 
How can you have a Nara Hamurasa, again, if you need relations to establish Erisin, so how can you ever have a Nara Hamurasa who's, who's uh, Basula? I, unnatural, with her husband, that's called uh, natural. So she doesn't have a status of Basula anymore. Okay. So the Gemara says... My he, what is this? My uh, uh, what is this uh, whole conversation about? If people have relations with her in an unnatural way, whether or not it removes her signs of basula, whether she loses her status as a basula. So the Gemara explains the Tanya because there's a there's a brisa which says as follows: Ba aleha, you um, ba aleha yud anashim. If you have ten men, ten men who have relations with this Nara Hamurasa, the Adayin he Basula, but she's still a Basula. How is she a Basula? So Rashi explains all ten men had relations with her in an unnatural way. So her signs of Basulam are still there. Kulan Beskila. All of them are going to be Chayav Skila. Okay? They're considered like they had relations. With a married woman, with a Nara Amurasa. Rebbe Aymer, but Rebbe argues, and he says, no. Aymer Ani, I say, Harisha in Beskila, guy number one gets stoning. I'll tell you why. Because she's considered a Basula by guy number one. Once he was done, the next nine are now considered to be having relations with a regular Baula married woman, and that's not a Chiyav of Skila, that's a Chiyav of Chemek. That's a death penalty of strangulation. And therefore, the Kulan, the other nine, are going to receive Chenech. So you see that Rebbe holds that men who have unnatural relations outside of marriage, okay, are still considered she loses her virginity. This one guy outside of her marriage caused her to lose her virginity, even though it's unnatural. She's no longer a Basula. And... The other nine are going to be Chayev Chenek as opposed to Skil. Okay. Says the Gemara. Amram Nachman. Yisak Nachman says, Mishkach I'll still be able to find the case of Nara Morasa who's a Basula, even when you need a, a, a Bia by Erison. Kegain Shekitcha Bishtar. If the husband marries her with a document. So now, if you marry with a document, you don't need Bia afterwards. Why? Hayova Gaimer Umaitzi. Since a document could remove a woman from marriage, it completely brings her into marriage. Meaning like this. Very interesting. According to Menachem Yitzhak, and let's articulate this, let's make sure we, gra- we can grasp this. According to Menachem Yitzhak, look at the myths in the Torah of Nara Morasa. Again, Nara Morasa, you have a girl 12 years old, Erisin Besula. We're familiar with this mitzvah, we learn it in Parsha, Parsha Shavua. She has relations, Skila. Says of Nachmar Yitzchak. I one second. It says in the Torah, "Kiyika Kishisha Ubala." In order to have an Erison, you need to be a. So how could you ever have a case? It says I'll tell you what the Torah is talking about. You know what the case is? When the guy married her with a star, because you're right. If he married her with money, there's no way she's a basul anymore. The husband, whether he had relations or naturally or not unnaturally, she lost her status. As a, as a virgin. However, when do we say it's shy? How is it ever possible? 
to have a case of Nara Amorosa, who is still called a Basula, when he didn't get married with Kesef. If I didn't get married with money, and I married her with Shtar, I married her with a document. A document doesn't need Bia afterwards. Only Kiyikach, only when you do it in a way of Kicha, with money, then you need Bia to, to establish Erisim. If I marry with a document, I don't need Bia afterwards to establish the Erisim. Why not? What's the difference between money and document? Because document works like get. The same way get takes you completely out of a marriage with the document, the document brings you completely into marriage, and I don't need Bia. says, my what does he use the word Ubala for? Whom he needs the word Zunikness Babia. This woman's acquired with Bia, Veinama, Riyadikas Babia, but a, a Hebrew maidservant cannot be acquired with Bia. Why would I think a Hebrew maidservant can be acquired with Bia? So, Gadai the Chamino. I would have thought to say, Tasty Bakavacham, let's make a Kavacham from Yavama, from Yavama, and we've, we quoted this Kamara earlier. Umay Yavama, Sheinikas, because of just like Yavama, that is only acquired by the Yavam with Bia. You cannot use money. Nikonis Bibia, but Bia does work. So Zusha Nikonis, because of this woman, a regular married woman who's going into marriage, who's acquired with money, how much more so would Bia work? Says Maybe you need Bia and not money because she's already bound to the husband. Says I would have thought to say, if he takes another wife, the Torah compares a Amma of Ria to somebody else, ma acheres mekanim abia, just like another woman, you could acquire abia. Afam revia mekanim abia. Kamashman therefore lets me know that only a regular woman can be acquired for marriage. You could acquire abia, but an amavria cannot be acquired with bia. The Rebbe, and according to Rebbe, who uses uh, the word ubala to teach me that you marry her with bia, and it's nothing to do with excluding an amavria. So high svarab and ali. How does he know this halacha? Says Gemara. Imkain, Rabbi's going to say, if that's taka the point of the pasuk of ubala, lichtayv rachmana ubal. It could have said, and they had relations. Ma ubala. What does it mean? And he had relations with her. The fact that it says with her, it means only a Jewish wife and not a Jewish maidservant. Shmami natarti glona from ubala both halachas. Ulerava damar bar ahina us asberli. And according to Rabbi, who says that bar, I'm sorry. And Rava says Barahina explained to me as follows. Says that a man takes a woman and has relations. Kedushin hamasurin lebiya have kedushin, which means any marriage that at the time of marriage is capable of having bia. Not that you need to have bia at the time of marriage, but in order to get married, you need capability of marriage. That's have kedushin. Kedushin shemasurin lebiya loy have kedushin. If it's a kedushin that's not fit for bia, it is impossible. It's not considered marriage at all. So my ikalam emar, what are you going to say for Rebbe's halachis? He says, Imkain, if so, Nikhtav Kra Aybala, it could have said Aybala. My Ubala. What did it say? And uh, and they have relations. Shmami Nakul. So we learn out all of these halachas together. Okay, he's gonna learn all of these from uh, from the Pasak.